0: God bless you in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. And this is the day the Lord has made and we're going to rejoice and be glad in it. We are blessed with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We are a new creation in Christ. And this is what God declares about you as a child of God. But do we see ourselves that way? Do we believe those words from God? Sometimes our emotions and thoughts and feelings can get in the way of who we really and truly are in christ what we should be thinking about ourselves. emotions are good and emotions can be bad and we've got to learn to bring every fool captive to the beings of christ we can control our thinking you can control your emotions and sometimes we may wake up and not feel so great and there's no reason to it it's just how we've woken up the real person of who you are in Christ is that you are a child of God and He loves you and He's put His spirit within you. He sees you perfect. He sees you as His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And as Jesus is, so are we in this world. See, your imagination is a powerful force. Emotions can affect our thoughts and our thoughts can affect our emotions. If we're not feeling so good inside, churned up for no reason, that can affect the way that we're thinking and take our mind down a different route to who we truly are as sons of god before god each and every moment of the day so your imagination is a powerful force and you cannot consistently function contrary to the image that you have on the inside of you proverbs 23 7 says for as he thinketh in his heart so is he As you think in your heart so are you in your heart you have an image a picture of who you are and what you're like but sadly most people haven't let the words from god paint that picture they let the world paint the picture of who they are and what the world says about them and other people and experiences that they've had have shaped the image that's in them what has shaped you what has patterned your thought processes why do you think the way you do about you do you see yourself in the light of who god sees you or do you see yourself in the light as somebody else has spoken to you your mom your brother your sisters your husbands your aunties your best friend your school teachers have we taken those words and let them be superior over the truths of who you truly are in christ so we need to get the right picture on the inside of us We need to have that picture of who we are in christ and who he is in us and we need to take the words from god like a paintbrush and change that inner image to agree with what god is saying about us most people are living life with a different image in their mind from who they truly are for example you may be someone that honors god with your substance but the image you have of yourself in your heart is one of poverty you know, that nasty poverty mindset, you may see yourself in lack, and so you are. Your imagination has locked you into this self-fulfilling prophecy because that's what becomes your confession also. What's in your heart will come out your mouth. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. If we still got a wrong mindset of who we are, we have poverty thinking, we'll continue to fulfill this image that we have on the inside of us but the great thing is we can change how we think we can change that image that is on the inside of us you know perhaps you see yourself as a quiet person you're shy around people this image will dominate and control you until you change it and i used to be very quiet person not thinking that what i had to say was important and i didn't want to be laughed at or talked about so i just kept silent but since I started to see and say who I am as God's child I have totally changed the image on the inside of me I say what I want and not what I see now I'm confident and bold and desire to encourage that all come my way I change the image on the inside of me by saying what God says his word is in my mouth, then in my heart, and by declaring and saying what God says, and not letting in negative emotions and thoughts dictate to that. Then I started to rise in faith. You know, faith comes by hearing, and hearing the words from God. Romans twelve two says, "Be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable." and perfect will of god so to be conformed to this world is to follow this world's pattern and god is saying be not conformed to the pattern of this world and if you think about patterns what do patterns do they paint pictures the way that we speak the way that the world tries to educate us to think and to do things like for an example if you want to be rich if you want to be successful if you want to be famous if you want to achieve anything in this world you got to get a good education and that is just absolutely not true and in school they don't teach you how to earn money how to earn a good living they just give you a load of information about history and other things geography and maths these things can help us, but they don't teach you how to do it. But when we are with God, when we do the things with God and allow Him to direct us and allow Him to lead us, He's the one that makes us successful. But if our thoughts are patterned after this world, if our speech is patterned after other people's speech from what we've listened to, what we're listening to the news, listening to the narrative listening to politicians listening to the bank manager listening to the government then we're going to be in the same pattern as they are you know without God and without hope but thankfully we are with God and we are with hope and we have the words of life that set people free and the more we say what God says about us the more this is changing that pattern in our thinking as a man thinketh in his heart so is he what does it say in Philippians what does Paul exhort there he says be anxious for nothing well the world is always anxious about things but we can go to God everything in prayer to God and we can give thanksgiving to him and we can let our requests be made known unto him and it's the peace of God that keeps our heart and mind this peace you can't get in the world but you get it from God because you know God's a living God and that you're going to him but what did paul say about our thinking he said finally brethren whatsoever things are true whatsoever things are honest the truth from god what god is saying is true the honest things is what god is saying whatsoever things are just the just things is what god's saying whatsoever things are pure the pureness comes from god whatsoever things are lovely god is lovely jesus christ is lovely this gift of holy spirit is lovely This life as a believer is lovely. Whatsoever things are of a good report, the heavenly words from God are of a good report. If there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. So, your thoughts determine your words and your actions, and your thoughts shape the image of who you are. And if your thoughts are in line and patterned along with the world, You're gonna get the world's results, but we want God's results. We wanna be spiritually minded. We wanna set our affections on things above. And I was looking at 1 Peter 1.13. It says, wherefore, gird up the loins of your mind, be sober, hope to the end for the grace that is to be brought unto you at the revealing or revelation of Jesus Christ as obedient children not fashioning yourself patterning yourself according to the former lust in your ignorance see we've done these things ignorantly we were born in this world but now we're not of this world we're still in the world but we're not of this world now we live from the heavenly seated position in christ jesus we're born from above filled with the spirit of god and we got the image of god in christ in us And this is what we need to say and think who we are. This is who we truly are now. You're a son and daughter of God filled with Holy Spirit. Jesus became poor so you could become rich in every area. Everything has been paid for through what Jesus Christ accomplished for us so that we can truly rule and reign in this life by one Jesus Christ. If we keep focusing on the wrong things, then that's the image that's gonna be built in our heart. If we look back at our past, what our mum said, our dad says, our uncle says, our teacher says, and we hold that, what they have said, in high esteem against the knowledge of God, then we're still gonna be in that old program, in what we've been programmed with. But now we're to bring every thought subject to the obedience of Christ. We cast down imaginations understanding imagination is understanding we cast down our old understanding and allow God's spiritual wisdom and revelation to flow to our hearts and to come out of our mouth and I was looking at this word wherefore gird up the loins of your mind and this word mind is the mind as the faculty as understanding feeling desire and imagination Matthew 22, 37, Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. We're to love God above everything, but if our mind values something more in this world than God, then we're not loving God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength, right? Mark 12, 30 says, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul, thy breath, life, thy will, mind, and emotions. And with all thy mind, your imagination, and with all thy strength, this is the first commandment. Luke one fifty one says, He showed strength with his arm; he have scattered the proud in their imagination of their hearts. Luke ten twenty seven. And he answered and said, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with thy soul, and with all thy strength and with all thy mind, the imagination, and thy neighbor as thyself. You know, to love God is to think about God, to think about his wonderful truths to think about god's desires to think about what god wants us to do and how he wants us to live and how he wants us to be ephesians 1 18 says the eyes of your understanding that word is also imagination the word understanding being enlightened that the eyes of your imagination being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints Ephesians two three says among whom also we all had our conversational behaviour in times past in the lust of our flesh fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind the imagination words paint pictures when we're growing up we see film stars and we see great actors and great pop stars and it builds an imagination we want to be like them but I want to be like my lord and savior jesus christ when i grow up you know that's the image i have in my mind you know the idol in our minds could be pop stars could be anything before god an idol is anything before god the things that we imagine in our minds ephesians four eighteen says having the understanding imagination darkened being alienated from the life of god through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart see this world's narrative the world's words blind the minds that are not believing God. Their minds are blinded. And then that's why faith comes by hearing and hearing the words from God. The words from God is living energy, it's light, it's spirit, it's life, it's quick, it's powerful, and it illuminates everything to show up the error of this way of living and that people need to turn from idols to the one true God. Colossians 1 21 says and you that were sometimes or once alienated and enemies in your mind in your imagination by wicked works yet now have he reconciled God has reconciled you through Jesus Christ but before that we were enemies in our imagination this word mind is imagination the scriptures have a lot to say about the imagination Hebrews eight ten says for this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days saith the Lord I will put my law into their mind their imagination and write them in their hearts and I will be to them a God and they shall be to me a people Hebrews ten sixteen. this is the covenant that I will make with them after those days saith the Lord I will put my law in their hearts and in their mind the imagination will I write them and then we've already read first peter 1 13 wherefore gird up the loins of your mind your imagination what picture are you painting what words are you listening to be sober clear thinking be clear thinking and hope to the end of the grace that is brought unto you at the revelation of jesus christ second peter 3 1 says this second epistle beloved i now write unto you in both which i stir up your pure mind imagination by way of remembrance we remember what that we've been brought with the price we remember that we got the holy spirit we remember that we're to live unto god that we're to walk in newness of life that we are seated at the right hand side of god in christ jesus that we've been delivered from the authority of darkness that we're no longer of this world we're in it but we're not of it we're to live above it we're to demonstrate the spirit and power of God in our lives we're to walk with God we're to love him with all our heart mind and soul and first John 5:20 says and we know that the Son of God is come and have given us an understanding that word is also can be translated imagination or mind that we may know him that is true and we are in him that is true even in his son jesus christ this is the true god and eternal life i want to read this wonderful record again isaiah 26 3 says thou god will keep him in perfect peace perfect peace shalom shalom both those words perfect and peace and it means health prosperity favor whose mind's And this word mind, again, is the working of the mind, the framework of the mind, the imagination, whose mind, whose imagination is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Trust ye in the Lord forever, for the Lord Jehovah is an everlasting strength. And then in Hebrews, Hebrews 11, I just wanted to go to the scripture to show this through the scripture. For it says in Hebrews 11:1, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. What you desire and what you want is not in front of you. But to receive it into manifestation, you've got to see it in your mind, in your imagination. God gives you the desire he gives you the mind picture he gives you the vision the revelation now faith is the evidence of things hoped for faith says that you've already got what you desire and we may not see it in front of us right now but we see it in our heart in our minds and then our confession is in line with that and then we see it as done and then it becomes manifested jesus was teaching these principles to his disciples like in Mark 11, again, we read this. I've gone over this before, but this really was in my heart to kind of put together a little bit more. And Mark eleven twenty two, and Jesus answered and said unto them, have faith in God, or literally translated, have the faith of God. For truly I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, And shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. So we're not to doubt in our heart when we're speaking, when we're declaring. And that heart is where our thoughts, our feelings are. We bring everything into line with God and we speak with total confidence that what we say will come to pass. And then he goes on to say, Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire or call for or crave, when you pray, believe that you receive them, and ye shall have them. In fact, the words them isn't in the text. It says, therefore I say unto you, whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe that you receive, and you shall have whatever it is. If you see it in your mind you can hold it in your hands you see it as already done jesus christ has already paid the price for your prosperity for your healing for your sound mind for your emotions so we got to get that image in our heart and mind and not be conformed and patterned after the old programming that we've been programmed with how we should think how we should speak how we should act how we should become successful. God is the one that gives us great success. When we seek him first, now we're to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And this is a part of that righteousness. You are right before God. And God wants you to understand about the imagination, about your mind, about your faults, that your heart is the canvas. What are you painting on there? What pattern have you painted on the canvas of your heart? If it's the wrong pattern, you can change it by renewing your thinking, by start saying what God says, receive the words gladly, and then make them your faults, make them your confession. And this is our great confession. You know, we profess a great thing, that God is true, that God is light, in him is no darkness at all, so this was really in my heart, just to go through this, you can go through it yourself, and work it yourself, there's a lot of things more I can say on it, for example, the Tower of Babel, Genesis 11, 1, let's read it, because it's, you know, there's great information here, and it says, and the whole earth was of one language, and of one speech, and it came to pass as they journeyed from the east, that they found a plain in the land of Shinar, and they dwelt there. And they said one to another, Go to, let us make brick and burn them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone, and slime had they for mortar. And they said, Go to, let us build a city and a tower, whose top may reach unto heaven, and let us make a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the whole earth. And the Lord, Jehovah, came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men had builded. And the Lord, Jehovah, said, Behold, the people is of one. The people is one. They're one. One in heart, one in mind, one in imagination, one in confession. And they have all one language. And this they begin to do. And nothing will restrain from them which they have imagined to do, they devised this in their minds. They thought about these things. They imagined, they plotted, and they planned to do this. And they were all in agreement. They were all thinking the same way. They were all saying the same thing. And then, first, seven says, "Go to, let us go down, and there confound their language, that they may not understand one another's speech." So the Lord scattered them abroad from hence upon all the face of the earth and they left off to build the city so therefore is the name of it called Babel because the Lord did there confound the language of all the earth and from hence did the Lord scatter them abroad upon the face of all the earth so no nothing was going to stop them to accomplish what they imagined in their heart and they were all in agreement with it So your imagination is powerful, you can use it wrongly or rightly. But when we got God's words in our heart, when we get God's picture and image in mind of what God wants, who we are in Christ, what we have in Christ, what we can accomplish with God. And then we start to declare what God says. We say what God says, what he's energizing in us, what he's given us to speak forth. Also the great and precious promises that are recorded to us they're ours in christ and you can have them and you can declare them from your mouth what do you see when god said to elijah i think it was elijah or one of the prophets what do you see and he's seen dead man's bones and then god told him to prophesy to the bones you know god was building working with his faith so he'd done that what he spoke and god caused them to come alive so when we say what God says, when we speak forth what God is working in our hearts, like for me, God reminded me of the wonderful Indian leaders when I went in 2006, how they declared that they're moving the word throughout all of India. And the work wasn't so great then. It began and it was good, but it wasn't as fantastic as it is now. But through their confession, through their declaration, that the devil spirits were running out of their country and the word was moving swiftly and it's the same here in bristol in europe usa and the whole world that these devil spirits are on the run and that god's word is moving very swiftly and god is sending the labor of the ready one to those that desire and pray to the lord of the harvest and god is very happy when we say what he says he's very happy when we desire to encourage other people when we're praying for the workers to go into the harvest you know that word laborer is a worker a laborer is someone that works for god that is focused with god 100 percent, not deviating not being conformed to the world's way, not thinking and patterning their minds and their speech after the world's way, but they're after the heart of God. They say what God says. Their good pleasure is to do God's good pleasure. And so this was my encouragement. And again, God was showing me something else with this 2 Timothy 2.15. Again, just very simple, just building the picture. Because as we desire... You know, God will reveal to our hearts to give us complete understanding. It's that spiritual wisdom in the revelation, in the knowledge of Jesus Christ is very simple, like you know, the laborers are the workers. And in 2 Timothy 2 15, it says, Study to show thyself to prove unto God a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly defied in the word of truth. But we know this word study means to put forth a diligent effort, to show thyself to prove unto God a laborer. This word workman is a laborer that need if not to be ashamed rightly proclaiming the word of truth because we know the context of this is talking about words right God wants us to speak forth his heavenly words we rightly proclaim the word of truth when we allow God to give us the words to speak and when we do the things that he puts in our heart like in this sharing today I've gone to scripture because God inspired me to do that and so I do what God puts in my heart to do so you know you can consider this you can go through the scriptures I mentioned you can even see it for yourself God will open it up to you so your imagination is very powerful what you think about is very important as a man thinks in his heart so is he what you think about all the day long you'll become you'll have if you think you're not going to make it you're not going to make it if you think you're a failure you're a failure but god never made a failure because god has equipped us with that gift of holy spirit we're perfect and that's the spiritual side of us and we need to allow the spiritual to come through into the physical and we do that by changing our thoughts and directing the flow so we're not directing the flow of the world's information but we direct the flow that the information that God gives to us and we line our minds up with that spirit and that truth of what God is saying and then we make that our confession the more you say what God says the more it gets into your heart and that image is being changed in you and we're being renewed not from our effort but just by following what God is saying just by being humble and meek ready to declare his word so this is what i wanted to encourage you guys so have a great day god bless you